You're listening to the Irish take on the Great British Bake Off with me, Paddy Courtney, and Louise Lennox. It's the Hollywood handshake. She's that chef from the telly who's always up for a laugh. And I'm an actor, screenwriter, and full confession here. I've never baked a cake or a loaf of bread. Oh, no. Not even during lockdown. Not even during lockdown. What were you doing? Oh, my gosh. And with that big reveal, let us tell you about our new podcast, The Irish Take on The Great British Bake Off. Every week, we'll bring you our tuppence worth on last night's episode of The Bake Off. As well as us chatting about all things Bake Off, from contestants to the hosts and to those fun weekly challenges they all face in the tent. And hopefully have a bit of crack along the way. Sticking to every bit of my mouth. Bon appetit. <laughs> all slowly sabotaged. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's delicious. Cappuccino. Can you say cappuccino one more time? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Great British Bake Off. Hello and welcome to Bake Off semi-final where we said a Bake Off bye-bye to Mr. Robot himself, Jürgen. And we had a hat-trick of Hollywood handshakes. Louise, what did you make of it this week? Well, do you know why I reckon Jürgen went? Because they probably watched the footage back last week and realised that he served them sausage rolls that fell on the floor and I think one or two of them went on his shoe. So they went, that guy <laughs> is trying to kill us. He's out. I don't think it was anything to do with baking this week. But he showed how much of a great uh, German footballer he was because he was able to do keepy-uppies with two of the uh, sausage rolls all at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of them might land in his mouth. Sorry. What can I do? It's my style. <laughs> yeah, I can start. Yes. Action start. So it was patisserie week. I really liked this challenge because I love patisseries, but I don't think people realize how much work goes into one dessert. That's why when you make one dessert, you may as well make 70 because there's so many intricate little elements. So first up for the... um, signature challenge they had to make eight patisserie style layer slices um but there's a lot of different layers in this and technically they were told that it had to be flawless they're looking for perfect lines and they had three hours which might sound like a lot but when you've lots of multi layers to do it's very short now going back big time i'd say lizzie was sitting at home going thank christ i'm not yeah, in it this I'm week sure <laughs> i would have loved to see what she did but i'm not gonna go into her she's gone not so she might you know, uh, next week she'll be by, back. By but Jurgen, when I heard that he was calling his like murder at the opera, I loved that name. And then when I heard it was beetroot, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? To me, beetroot just tastes like eating I, mud. I was like, why would you put mud in a cake? Of course, he's not going to do great. And everyone else. Do you know what I found out when I made that kids show, uh, Dig in Diner? That beetroot, I personally, I love beetroot, but not in desserts. I think it makes, it looks gorgeous. But I found out back in the old days before makeup, um, the ladies used to use beetroot as a bit of rouge for their lips and on their cheeks. I knew that, you know that. And I also knew that it used to naturally colour cakes. It's fine with a bit of chocolate in it, but he was just doing like a beetroot through butter buttercream which was ugh. so I was like no thanks to that I like the fact that he was putting a dagger in it maybe secretly voodoo doll um, for Paul and then Chigs <laughs> so they kept doing the music going as if you think something's going to wrong, go wrong with Chigs because he had all of his stuff done really fast and he was basically standing around scratching his bum and I was getting nervous for him it's just like building did, the music yeah. it was like watching a movie and then he was cutting it and it did look like there was a lot of gelatin in it but they loved it and he got a handshake and then we move on to Giuseppe which is doing a tiramisu slice and then he had and I, I was looking at it going when he when he had a 
layer of sultanas, which is disgusting anyway for me. And he's like peering it. I start going, it looked like diary in the toilet. And then Matt even said it looked like pooey porridge. <laughs> pooey porridge. Did. We just, he got a handshake for that. And then Crystal. It did, but it looked, it ended up pooey porridge can be turned into something very elegant and stylish, as they said. Once you have a bit of sponge in it and a bit of cream, it hides everything. So next time you're in the jacks, you <laughs> know remember how to that cover the next it up. time I get sick. <laughs> um, and then Crystal, like Yuzu, we discussed this before. Love it. It's a Japanese citrus fruit with coconut. She's very into these tropics. She makes loads of things with coconut and black sesame slices. Now, I didn't think it was sound delicious. Um, and I love the fact that Noel referenced that it looked like cat- caterpillar colours. But Paul said that it was <laughs> a did, bit yeah. genius, but he just fancies her. So, of course, he's going to say it's genius. He does, yeah. But to be fair to her as well, though, she didn't. She go. She went beyond the three layers. As for, I think the writing was on the wall pretty early for um, Jürgen, wasn't it? It's just like as much as he called his murder at the dance floor or murder at the opera. Um, and he said it was his wife that came up with that name. So I think the wife is in for a bit of a murder at the home. She wants him home. She's yeah. like, you know, what? I can't keep feeding this rabbit. Come home, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're missed. So then the technical challenge. Um, this they, they were told that this is going to be the toughest one yet. I didn't think it was the toughest one yet. So they to make a Sable Breton tart. And, We've um, all had a Sable Breton tart in our time, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, sober or not sober, maybe. Um, I, I've had one of those in France. It's delicious. And it's like this thick biscuit. And then it's got um, pistachio mousseline flavor on it, which is really nice. And I mean, this is filmed like in the height of summertime. So the berries would be in perfect season. You had gilded golden meringue kisses um, and when you see all the layers of this and temper chocolate you're like something's going to go wrong well especially they when of- Prue was chatting do you know when she explains it, this was her challenge and she's explaining to Paul uh, all the different elements of it and um, I love as she's explaining you see Chig's face it goes I didn't hear anything you said except uh, uh, pistachio nuts but as she's explaining it to Paul uh, she wants him to make this and that and adds this and that it sounds like the most difficult thing in the world and then Paul says so uh, we're where can they go wrong with this? I'm thinking <laughs> everything. It's just, it's the most intimidating thing I've ever heard. The, the more layers. And exactly. as I said, those cryptic, you know, messages that they get in a bottle and they have to recreate it. But Jürgen, fair play to him. He actually knew what this was. Um, of course, he knows everything. He, he said like, first. you know, yeah, I can be more gentle than a machine. I said, no, you cannot. You are a machine. You are Mr. <laughs> Robot Jürgen. I'm sorry, Paul. Um, but there was no massive disasters. I mean, I think Chiggs didn't look like, you know, it, it, it biscuit was a bit soft and it kind of leaked a bit. But the, the great you know, thing about Chiggs, because he's the new boy and he's only been baking for a year, he doesn't know what any of the terms mean. He's like me. He doesn't know what any of the terms mean. He's talking about Creme Mussolini, um, <laughs> the ex-dictator of Italy, and not knowing what's going on at all. And um, he's just like, he, he's winging his way through it, but doing a fantastic job like it just I'm, I'm amazed at him amazed at it's his. like being back in you know when you're back in school like in French class something like that and you're sitting there going I don't know what the teacher is talking about this is a complete different language and then you do a test you're like I don't even know how I passed that all I did was copy the letter you know <laughs> added in a few little accents on it and I've got an A1 but I think the, um, the rule there is I think Noel his job was to put Jürgen off because at, at one point he went and spoke to Jürgen Jürgen wasn't even paying attention to him he was staring down at the uh, the list of ingredients and the instructions and uh, he just walked away from him he just 
just walked away. That was so funny. It's like being at the party when you meet somebody like, I haven't seen you in ages, how are you? And they're kind of looking, going, is there anyone else in this room that I can talk to? And then they knock back their drink. They're like, oh, look, my drink's empty. I need to go get a fresh one. I need to just stand over here. Ditched by Jürgen. Um, But I I can understand when, like, I hate when I'm trying to concentrate. And I know that this is the moment when I need to weigh out stuff and be in the zone because I'm not good at multitasking and talking to people. I would do a Jürgen on it and like maybe not walk away, but I might just like disappear underneath my bench. So you can't see me, you can't talk to me. He was uh, he was very rude. He was very rude. Um, and how did the judging come out of that again? So Jürgen came he, first. He did come first, didn't um, he? Like? Yeah, of course he did. And then... Um, what was it oh then Giuseppe came next they said it was like a flan and then Cristal came third um, but she was happy she didn't come last but it's a bit hard there's only four people um, and then Chigs came last but I mean Cristal, Chigs and Giuseppe all got handshakes in the first round so I mean the writing was kind of on the wall maybe they felt obliged to make Jürgen on top for Jeopardy first thing of course give us a take up because then also uh, Giuseppe then he actually calls himself I saw on his Twitter account he calls himself um, a Britalian which is a gorgeous name <laughs> mixed up like, and he, he adds in all these um, uh, sayings and, you know he's like, like he's ingratiated himself into the, the world of Britain and he said uh, to Chigs at the end like you smashed it very British thing to say but he also said one thing Instead of saying scared shitless, he said, uh, I'm scared sockless. I am scared sockless. <laughs> nice one, Giuseppe. I love him. I love him. And I've got to say about the three of them, Giuseppe, Crystal and um, Chiggs, they both wear their heart on their sleeves. They're so emotional. They like they go to tears quite easily and uh, their emotional access is phenomenal and I just think it's uh, I love seeing that because it means they really really care whereas I think the problem with Robot Jürgen was it just like he was all about the ingredients and um, he even at, at, at the last challenge he even tried to teach Prue how to suck eggs in telling her that uh, when she says I don't like Masha um, it's very overpowering and he said something along the lines of yes well if you um, put it in water at a temperature of 80 degrees it lessens the taste of it and go like don't be telling Prue what to do how to be a baker don't do that <laughs> that was something I learned so this brings us nicely onto the showstopper challenge where they to make a special banquet display dun, dun, dun. with um the most incredible looking entremet desserts and entremet desserts are millions of little desserts put in some kind of dome with a glaze on top. When you cut and you see different layers and textures, They're, it's very technical, very time consuming. They had five hours, but wow. like they looked wrecked after this. I loved that Giuseppe did. He's like my favorite place in Tuscany, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And he said he didn't practice this, but I mean, when he made the, the Terapies out of puff rice. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. So, I was like, going to you know, ask you about that as well. It was that a bit of a cheat. Like, I know you has to be edible, and I actually thought he was in a bit of trouble when he's there going, "What? That's all." It looked kind of yeah, just looked a bit okay compared to Jurgen's um, uh, um, uh, Japanese temple gate. Look, that looked phenomenal. But I know you can eat it. It's puffed rice and it's marshmallow, and you can eat it. But it kind of would you want to eat it if you're over five years of age? I was underwhelmed by it. Yeah. I like, yes, I get it, the, the Italian link. So I think he got away with it. But I definitely think all the other contestants made more of an effort with their displays. Um, the, the, and, the centerpiece. Yeah, the centerpiece yeah, bit. I, I mean, I think, and I also feel that his his one looked like somebody had snot on, like it wasn't a very... <laughs> Attractive looking color green. Oh, and by the <laughs> way, I, no, see, I was the other way around because I, I thought Jurgen's was very 
pale and oh yeah insipid I looking mean, his was anemic give him give him a blood transfusion perfect word it did but. um i definitely lacked color and i also think with his dessert like oh it was i feel i see you're like a triangle he, you know, steady, steady, or going on a roller coaster really fast up at the top, and then it's kind of downhill after that. And he's been very steadily going downhill, very bland colours, which I was surprised about. Not much attention to detail. The boats, oh, they were like so underwhelming. Really That's was. all I could describe. And then he it panicked. As. There was a panic with him as well. You showed that, that like the machine was kind of um, flappable Rattled. because then he ended up um, missing a piece of the temple that was going to hold it all up together again. And you could see the panic in his eyes and like poor Jürgen had to press control, alt, delete and reboot himself in, in order to get back <laughs> in the game. going to go, I need to, I must build this properly. Um, and that was the moment I actually felt a little bit sorry for him. Um, but I did feel sorry long. for him. I think he knew that this was make or break and I and I feel after the first challenge he knew that he was probably going to be going out when he saw everyone else's creation. He, he did say at one stage the writing was on the wall for himself like so he says bottom line I'm in trouble now he did say oh, that and yeah. then Cristal I mean I was I was waiting for her to tell me which family member this is. <laughs> her family party because I think she's the same amount as mine, but like all these memories linked to it. And it's like, you know, a tropical wedding ceremony idea. And I was like, oh, and who's this for? Oh, my sister who couldn't get married during Chantelle, sister of Christelle and Baby Belle. But she was very good at sticking a candle in a hole, which Matt loved. Paul probably would like as well. Hello. I mean, he said it was flawless. And then Paul said, you know, I don't know what else to say. And I'm going, uh, do you want to go out with the show exactly, yeah. next week? Free for a date? <laughs> Coffee maybe? But we he, won't be in lockdown, hopefully. But she Zoom also got, she also got um, a, a very rare... Hollywood applaud like like after he said this flaws it was a kind of a bit kind of patronizing in a way like just you know the way he oh, stood like, there just stop Paul. I know you do this Hollywood handshake which can I say I just hate the name of Hollywood handshake why can't Prue give her glass to somebody and yeah. put them on well there know, was one stage going, going back when uh, Paul handed out like just like buses you wait for one and three handshakes come along at once and Prue said uh, she kind of leaned into um, uh, Giuseppe or not Giuseppe into Jürgen and said uh, oh I would have given you one I'm sure you would have Prue <laughs> <laughs> that went over his head though no reaction everything goes over his head so that's they had to get and rid of him Chicks Chicks was my favourite now okay the apples were a bit more purple than red but I thought his apple tree of everyone's displays was beautiful because there was a lot There was that was hard to do well, he, he you know really covered the it because the, the, the apples were a little bit pink and he goes oh they're pink ladies Nice of one. Course. How clever. I was like going, have you not tasted the plum <laughs> apple variety that we get in my local corner shop, Paul? You should check out my farmer. Um, and But he's been on a real journey. They were saying that for somebody that's been only baking a year. Um, I would say he's very good at copying recipes. <laughs> oh, really? Is that... <laughs> Oh, well, then, do you know what? Well, of and course, good, of course. good luck to him. I'm, I'm delighted for him because I, and even as oh, I said my. earlier about him not knowing the, the names of certain things, like it's just phenomenal. Listen, and when Paul and I says put him exception, in the final. You would I, have. I thought it was going to be no. When I first watched it, I thought Giuseppe. I knew Crystal was going to go in because um, Paul fancied her, and that she was one of these people going, "I'm not really good," and she's amazing. And I also thought Jurgen would be in the final. I never banked on Chig, so he is that dark horse that's come up the side. But can we just say, poor Jurgen? It was the first time I really saw emotion. Then when he was saying about being out, like I, my heart really went for him. It really did. But they made that announcement, and like when they gave Starbaker to Crystal, first of all, she was in absolute shock. But then when she when she went to when he decided then that Jurgen was going home. 
everybody's face. The three faces, like Jurgen was in shock, but the three faces from Giuseppe, Crystal and Chiggs, they were just kind of in total shock. So I think we could have, like, I'm rooting for Chiggs next week. I'm rooting for Chiggs as well. Oh, great. Okay, nice one. Yeah. And can I just tell everyone that Paddy does the best Chiggs impersonation. I took a photograph and I'm going to put it up on Twitter <laughs> after the show. So if anyone wants to see it, it's Louise Lennox underscore on Twitter. Check it out. Patty Please is... don't put that up. <laughs> and of course I'm going to put it up. I own the photograph. I took it. <laughs> but also then I love then, okay, let's wrap this up. But I, I loved at the end that Crystal was doing her best impression of a judge at um, X Factor or, or any of those shows when the, the phone, phone call home was brilliant when she starts with oh, her really? sad voice and it's not good news as you'll be seeing me for another week and the screams and then she had this brilliant hoarse uh, husky party voice hi is everyone there yeah um not good news you're not gonna see me for another week because i got stop baker <laughs> i know guys i'm in the final she showed emotion and that's what that's what i loved about her oh, this is a delight because now they can rob her clothes for another week because she won't be home. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you saw the shirt she was wearing that uh, she looked like a limbo dancer, according to Noel. So, um, yeah. Gotta wrap be, this up because my child has just woken up. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Listen, everybody, tune in next week when we have the final show, Louise, the final of the Great final. British Bake Off. Thanks a million, as always, for listening, guys. And we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Irish Take on the Great British Bake Off. Tell a friend, family member, or co worker about this podcast. Go on, help spread the word. And make us number one. And if you could leave us a rating and a review, as well as hitting that follow button, it would be very much appreciated. I'm Paddy Courtney. She's Louise Lennox. We're back again next week for another Bake Off review and even more Paul Hollywood slagging. Nude sculpture of Paul Hollywood. Oh, what flavour would the nipples be? Lime. The Irish take on the Great British Bake Off is produced by Gordon Hayden. Bye-bye, Bake Off lovers. Chat to you all next week.